the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. AM970 presents Eye on Real Estate. This is your premier source for real estate information. From the hot properties in the tri-state to the latest in real estate market trends. From mortgage news to answers to all of your real estate questions, you'll be in the know with help from the experts. Call now, 866-970-9622. 866-970-9622. Now, here's your host for Eye on Real Estate, Douglas Elliman's CEO, Dottie Herman. I hope you're keeping warm on this freezing cold weekend. I am not sure what the weather's going to be in New York. I heard 10, inch, 10 inches, 12 inches, and then I spoke to someone this morning and said, oh, no, not really. It's not going to be that much. So either way, it's what I always tell you in my next life. I'm coming back as a weather woman because you don't have to be right and no one expects you to be right. So as, as of now, I'm really not sure what the prediction for New York is exactly. Chance of snow. <laughs> right. You see, that's safe. <laughs> it and might snow, you, it might not. Right. Okay. But I might think get that's a lot, a, we might not. Don't you think that's a pretty stress-free job, Jerry? Oh, yeah. They, and, they, you know, when they do the, uh, the predictions, they're like, you know, we could get a foot. We could get two inches. We never know. And I'm like, well, why are you talking then? Why, why is this helpful? <laughs> but, well, people, I think they are expecting uh, that. People were out there getting food and stuff, and I'm saying, okay, well, we'll see. But in any way, you know, <laughs> I <laughs> listen. I would never want to have the same weather every day. I, I, you know, I think that gets uh, boring. So I, yeah. I like the seasons. Very um, boring, yeah. And it's, so, and it's not cold in the studio. It's warm here in Iron Real Estate. I'm Dottie Herman, and you're listening to the only show on talk radio that is all about real estate, everything that has to do with real estate, from finance and mortgages to how to get your kids out of the basement apartment so you can rent it. Okay. I want to welcome back. I missed him so much. My co-host, Jerry Feeney. <laughs> I missed you too, Dottie. It's I been did. a month since we were on I know. Yeah. Jerry, of course, is a prominent real estate attorney in New York, and he'll be delighted to answer your legal questions today. You can give us a ring at 866-970-9622, 866-970-9622. You can follow us on radio at element.com or dottieherman.com, or you can tweet us. You can find us anyway. We have an app that's in the App Store that's free, Ion Real Estate. You can get to us at any time you want to um, and listen to the whole show or listen to the parts that might, you might have missed. But, Jerry, you have been away for a while. And I know Jerry is a workaholic like me, mm-hmm. and he never takes off. And so for him to take off, you were in Kenya? Yeah, so I uh, was two and a half weeks on safari. It was kind of a lifelong dream to you know ever since i saw the movie out of africa i thought i'm gonna do that someday you know and um it was really spectacular i mean you know i was telling somebody yesterday i never expected to get close up to the animals i figure you know you'll see them out in the distance you know you're in these safari vehicles you can't get out of the vehicle for obvious reasons and you know kenya is very protective of the animals you know they have armed guards on the rhinos to protect them from the poachers and they just shoot on sight if somebody tries to hurt them 
So, um, but you can get right. I mean, I was shocked how close. Really? We were, we were eight feet from Pride of Lions. And, you know, I had to roll up my window at one point because I was getting nervous. Well, I was going to say, I mean, you were a little nervous. You know, I've never had a desire to go to Africa, but not because of the animals. Uh -huh. I love animals. But because of bugs. Were there a lot of bugs there? You know what? That was one of the surprising parts. There were virtually none. There's far more Get out in, of uh, in the Hamptons uh, in the summertime. We were, you know, I got all my vaccines, malaria and yellow fever and all that stuff. Yeah, you have to take all those uh, uh, shots, yeah, right? Yeah, and, you know, you sleep with the mosquito netting around the bed, you know, which is nice. But I got bit twice. That was it, you know, and I really never even swatted at a mosquito. Well, forget never... the mosquitoes. You don't see any of those big, like, tarantula kind of bugs. No, although somebody was recounting a story, who knows if it's true, where somebody went to put their shoe on and there was a um, scorpion in there. So now I was like, you know, beating my shoe before I put it on to make sure. I'm sure that it was just an old wives' tale, but I thought, well, that wouldn't be very much fun. And then um, they put a warm water bottle in your bed to warm it up every night, you know, in the in the glamorous tent. It was really a a super luxury tent. <laughs> I can't really call it a tent. But I didn't know they were going to do that. So I'm, you know, thinking to myself, I wonder if there's snakes around here because you and I right. are both deathly afraid of snakes. So, of course, I put my leg in the bed and I feel this warm thing. <laughs> I thought it was a Don't snake. Don't tell me it was a snake. Oh, it was no, the bottle. It was, it was the water bottle, yeah. yeah. Oh, city, that would have freaked slickers. me out. I mean, I was, yeah. in a, I was in a store, maybe a grocery store, and this man was walking with his little son and he had a snake, this big snake around Oof. his neck. And I was like, oh, my God. He yeah. goes, well, you don't have to be scared, but I was. I mean, yeah, well, don't to be scared. You know, they're I mean, not pets that I would want around my house. I don't even consider them a pet. I mean, you know, what do you do with them? You know, they don't cuddle with their snake. <laughs> but, um, it so was, what you were know, the highlights? What were the highlights? Cause, and, and let me ask you this, because uh, I know you a long time, and you never take off that long. What was mm -hmm. it like? Because, you know, I'll never forget years ago when I was at Merrill, and I never – Never took off more than a week, and my mm -hmm. boss said, you know, if you take off two weeks, sometimes it feels entirely different. It's really a break because if you take yeah. off a week, you know, the first day or two you're, that you get there, well, the, you know, now with traveling, it's a day in the airport at least. Right. No matter, right. even if you went to Florida. And, and then, like, you know, you have a day, two or three days, and then you're thinking of getting back already. So what was that? Yeah. Was that really good for it, once it was. to just was, take off was. two weeks? Yeah, it's been, you know, 20 years since I took a two-week vacation. But, uh, you know, it was really a, a life-changing experience. I have to say I, I was absolutely overwhelmed with uh, how wonderful it was. I really didn't expect it. I didn't expect it to be that great. You know, the food is just okay. You don't drink the water. You drink bottled water. But there's lots of places you go to that, you know, our bodies are not used to. The, the and what were the people the like? They couldn't have been nicer. They were the loveliest people. They were... When you when you drive through the Maasai villages or the uh, Kikuyu villages, all the kids run out and they wave to you, and they're always saying hello and smiling. They're lovely, lovely, kind people. They really are. I mean, it was just amazing. And we went to a village, and uh, I uh, almost ended up getting married, but I'm already married, so I couldn't do that, of course. Oh, because and... you'd be a bigamist, right? <laughs> or you have bigamist, to join. Yeah. What, are, what's the, what are the, those guys? Well, you have 12 wives? Or the, yeah, what's the religion? Well, Muslims have, can have four wives. But uh, multiple marriages legal in Kenya. But I was not going down that road. Oh, they are legal? Uh, are they legal? <laughs> yeah. for, curious. Are they only legal for men or are they legal for women, too? I believe it's only for men. I figured that. Yeah. 
had it. Yes, I figured yes. Very I figured it's okay for men, but I think women should be able to have a couple of husbands. Really? You know, Do you want a couple uh, of husbands? Yeah, like a husband <laughs> One that's is fun. Enough. A husband that's a lot of fun. A husband that's very smart. A husband that uh-huh. just says wonderful things about me to me. Uh-huh. You know, you, you need a couple. Because it's hard to find one person that's got everything. So if well, you have a couple, yeah. it's not a bad yeah. idea. Yeah, I okay. think it would be twice the headache myself. But well, yeah, I, I watched then, one of the, the sister. I don't know that show that was the guy oh, big, twelve. Big love. Okay, yeah. and I'm like, how the hell does he do this? Oh, was, he was exhausted all the time when you watched him. It was okay. not as much fun as it looks to be. How? But you know what? When we arrived in we arrived in Nairobi, and I turn on CNN and I'm talking on the phone to a, one of your brokers in New York, and I see the crawl come along and. Under the thing, it says terrorist attack in Nairobi. I know. We were worried about And they show the hotel, and I thought it was my hotel. So, because it really looked like it. So, I panicked, and I said, I have to find a hiding spot. Because, you know, when the terrorist attack in the mall there, a few years ago, they were just indiscriminately shooting people. And it took them like four hours to get the situation under control. So, I realized it was a platform bed, and I could lift up the plywood. (laughs) So, my plan was to hide under the platform bed where I'm sure they would have found me right away. But luckily, it was not my hotel. Well, we were worried about you. I got a call from one of the managers, and he mm-hmm. said, and I said, oh, my God. I, I said, and then, you know, he called me to tell me that you were safe. So that well, must that have been a little idea. scary. I was a little nervous, frankly, because, uh, you know, these people, one came in with a suicide vest and blew himself up, yes. and then if they were throwing grenades in the lobby. I mean, it was awful, just, a, you know. Yeah. Indiscriminate killing. It's just, you know, it just is, uh, never stops, it seems. Well, but, you know, I love the people. They were very, very kind, and they love the animals. They're very protective of them, and it was just breathtaking. It really was well, breathtaking. I'm glad you had a great time. I'm looking forward Thank to coming you. over and seeing photos. I'm sure you took plenty. I have some amazing photos, and yeah. the iPhone takes great photos. It really does. Good. I'm glad. I'm going to come over and see them. Okay, good. Okay, as you know, you know, he never misses a show, but my ace just called in. He mm-hmm. uh, he usually calls in even if he's traveling. He just did a very uh, a huge seminar with Gary Banachak. And uh, I'll tell you, watch this kid. He's a mover and a shaker. Um, but this is he just called in to say, I have to get on a plane. I had to get out because they've canceled a lot of flights for the weather. So we had to take right. a flight that was earlier than he expected. So we'll miss you, Ace, and Jerry and I. Of course, yeah. we can never be you. But we'll no, try to we fill can't. in. Right. We'll try yeah. to do the best. I hope can. you remember the little people along the way because he is going to be big. <laughs> he is. Today. I'm just telling big. you. Yeah. yeah. And, you know, he just is a, you know, you know when someone stands out in the crowd. And, and you know what? He's just as nice in person as he sounds oh. on the radio. He's a very nice person. Yes, he, he really is. is. And know. that's and what I don't counts. say that about many people. <laughs> no. I mean, inside and outside. He's yeah, just he really great. is. Uh, later on in the show, and you won't want to miss it, um, at 11 a.m., we have one of the stars of the real estate industry, Brad Inman. And Brad is an award-winning journalist and a publisher. Um, he's a real estate industry professional from around the world. Um, and Inman is a publication that people read in the industry all over the country for accurate and innovative and timely information about business and the real estate business. I would say that Brad is probably a genius. Yeah, he's one of the smartest okay, people. Okay, and... Yeah. Um, Sometimes I can't even understand what he's yeah, talking he's about. He's very, very smart and low-key. You know, you wouldn't know. Yeah. He's yeah. just kind of a regular guy and just yeah. the nicest person also. So but he's the go... His website, I mean, it's the one of the go-to uh, real estate Yes, anything you need to know besides yeah. legal, then you go mm-hmm. to Jerry, okay? <laughs> um, more than, and 
more than any anyone, he always has his fingers on the pulse of the cutting edge and what's going. You know, everybody kind of sign. You know, I, I find that people kind of are in the in the moment and they never take the time to kind of plan or kind of look at the future or kind of tweak things because maybe mm. they're and. I always tell people get out of the box, go to different things, and 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 you'll start to get a feel of a much bigger picture. Okay, and the world mm. really is changing very rapidly, very yeah. rapidly, and you not you need to keep up with it. And no one has the answers. I mean, no one can predict what's going to happen fifteen or twenty years ago. There's a lot of speculation, but I really think no matter what your profession is that you get out of that box and go to different things and hear from different people. It doesn't mean you have to agree with them. But this world, in my opinion, this generation, and I'm a baby boomer, but the millennials and the generation after that are, are going to change the world in a very different way than we know it. Yeah, they already are. Yeah. yeah, they're doing it now, and they have different needs, and they have different desires. And um, if you are in business or or you maybe work for one of them, you have to know what's important to them, and it's not always what was important to the baby boomers. So, and it's a mover and shaker generation. Although they don't they don't plan to work the hours that the baby boomers worked. <laughs> yeah, no, and they're going to do it. And listen, hats off to them if they can do it in yeah. half the time and make the same amount of money and be as successful. Well, then we did something all wrong. So yeah, I'll I learn from them. We, we tease them about it, but the truth of the matter is I think they have a nice life balance. Yeah, I don't think we did. Okay? No, we still don't. <laughs> so I told you I failed every time management. I, every time management class. <laughs> so that's 866-970-9622. That's 866-970-9622. So call us if you have any questions. Um, I want to, again, thank Citizens Bank for their support of this show. If you have questions like what kind of mortgage do I need or does pre-approval work, or if you have home borrowing questions like these, like Citizens Bank has a 24-hour team that can help answer anything. Their experienced loan officers understand the local markets and can help you find a loan that fits your home buying goals. So when you have a question about financing a home or refinancing a home or paying down a mortgage, Call 212-699, excuse me, 699-2929 and ask for citizens or just go online, citizens.com. Or if you send the radio show or, or send us a question, Jerry and I always make sure that it gets to the right person. And uh, we'll send it to Ace and he'll get his team working on it. I always tell you what happened on this day. So on this day in history in 1966, Gandhi became India's first female prime minister. In 1977, on this day, U.S. President Ford pardoned Tokyo Rose. Remember Tokyo Rose, Jerry? Well, I know of does Tokyo anyone, Rose. Uh, does anyone remember who Tokyo Rose was? I know the name. I'm just trying to place it. Well, she, I believe she was um, uh, in World, uh, was it World War II or Vietnam. Was a World War II. I'm reading it, so it's not that I remember. Yeah. I'm just reading it. World War II. She was a propagandist, right? But, yeah, she did. Uh, Tokyo Rose did a radio show, believe it or not, for the Japanese taunting U.S. servicemen and repeating mm -hmm. propaganda so that the servicemen would hear all her stuff, but it was propaganda. And to try to demoralize and, them. Yeah. Right. And especially if they were prisoners, they would hear. And she was convicted of treason. Because she was a U.S. citizen. Right. She was convicted of treason. She spent seven years in jail. She deserves it. 
And then was finally pardoned by President Ford. Now, I don't know the whole story, so there might have been a reason he pardoned her that we don't know. But she was pardoned by President Ford. And, of course, if you were born today, you're a Capricorn, and today is the last day of your birth sign, so if you're born tomorrow, you're no longer a Capricorn. (laughs) Capricorn men marry Capricorn women most often. How do you like that? And are least likely to divorce Pisces women. So if you're a Capricorn and you're looking for a mate, is that true, or they just say this stuff? I mean, well, there, I think that. there's a lot of truth to a lot of this, mm-hmm. um, but I think that you know, if you really look at a general horoscope, mm-hmm. you know, anybody could apply some of the stuff right. to them. Right. But if right. you really do it with the stars and the sun and the birth time, and listen, one time I went to one, and she was so on the money, I was afraid to go back. Um, <laughs> but maybe one of the, but I think I'm going to go again one of these days. Um, so, but if you are a Capricorn man, you know that if you um, marry a, a, a Pisces woman, you probably at least will last longer than most. Hmm. If today is your birthday, you share it with Dolly Parton and Edgar Allan Poe. Hmm. Last week, President Trump said that if there were houses in the way of the walls, he wanted to build a government. He wanted to build that the government would take them by eminent domain. (laughs) And so today, we're going to talk a little about later on the show about eminent domain and what it is. We talked about this many years ago. Jerry and I had a a conversation on what eminent domain is. And, of course, it doesn't have to be only a wall. It could be, you know, when they're building houses. So we're going to fill you in about what eminent domain is and what you can do to, you know, if there's anything you can do to stop it. Uh, and basically, it's when they really are going to put a road, a highway, it could be something through wherever you live and take your house away. Um, so um, it's been a lot of homeowners have gone through this. So, Jerry, uh, I think it is important to discuss mm-hmm. that since it's up in the politics today. And at least you'll know what it's about. Again, when I tell you politics, I try not to get involved with that. But you should uh, hope. That we can all, I mean, there's a Women's March Day. I had a hard time getting here, even though they don't start till 11 o'clock. Um, they closed the streets off already. I hope that we can all, whether you're a Democrat or Republican or a no party, we can all start to tell people, especially when people get crazy, hey, we're so lucky to be living in a place where we have the freedom to think differently, but We don't want to do like, you know, okay, if you say it's red, I'm saying it's blue. And if you say it's blue, I'm saying it's black. I mean, we really have to all work together to make this a better world. And that means you have to negotiate and compromise. And, Jerry, you can know from your business, and I certainly know from my business, if we didn't negotiate and if we didn't learn how to negotiate, okay, in 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 a... in a tactful way where both parties feel like they did win something, I think we'd be out of business. Absolutely. You know, I'm not sure when compromise became a bad word. It never used to be. You know, the art of compromise was how you achieve solutions. And, you know, try a relationship without compromise. See how that works. It doesn't. Um, And, you know, we used to say in litigation, a good settlement means everybody goes away unhappy because nobody gets exactly what they want. Uh, That's why you call it compromise. But, Let's get this government reopened. Yeah, we have a break. I'm going to tell you quick. Should you burn your mortgage? (laughs) When when your mortgage is paid, should you burn it? Like that was a tradition that that people did. Do they still do that? We'll be right back right after a quick 
commercial. It's I on Real Estate. Got a question? Call 866-970-9622. Here's Douglas Elements CEO, Dottie Herman. We're back, and I'm Dottie Herman, CEO of Douglas Element, and I'm here with my co-host, Jerry Feeney, who's, in my opinion, the most prominent real estate attorney in the land, at least in New York. I mean, he doesn't... uh, Profess to practice other states because you need different licenses, but he's the best. I use him. And, of course, Aishu is not here today, and he's very, really not here, but he's our finance expert. And he's pretty up on a lot of things. Last week, I just want to mention again, last week I told you that we are going to have um, a supermoon lunar eclipse, and it's the, you know, the first pan-American total eclipse in 19 years. And they're very, um, they're, they're, they're not, they're, lunar eclipses are common. We get about one per year. But something special is happening on the night of January 20th and 21st. The entirety of the whole North and South America continents will get to experience the full show of the eclipse on a supermoon. Uh, when the moon looks like a giant in the sky. Okay, this is the first time this will happen since the year 2000. And by the way, for most of us, this is the last time you'll get to see it because it won't occur again until 2058. In about 38 years from now. Yes. Well, we'll still be around. We'll still be doing the radio. Well, yeah. We, well, we're <laughs> from our, our, if our audience but... can hear. <laughs> but they don't have to hear now. They can kind of download right. it. But anyhow, don't forget, to, you know, that's a once-in-a-kind uh, I, I, you know, very exciting. Okay, and, and the last time it happened, what was it? it? Was an eclipse? I bought those stupid glasses that they made me buy. Well, that was for a solar eclipse. A solar mm-hmm. eclipse, and yeah. I, I'll never forget. I was using them. Of course, they didn't work. The ones I bought were defaults. Faulty. Right. Remember, <laughs> people were selling the fake ones. You know. Yeah, I didn't know. I, I bought the fake ones. Yeah. yeah. So, but I did try. And I'm like, oh, yeah. whatever. I just got ripped off. These ones don't work. No, the lunar eclipse. You can look right at it. It's when the Earth casts its shadow upon the moon, yeah. and it's very, very exciting. Yeah, you don't have to be afraid that it's going to blind you. Right. 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 Okay, I thought this was interesting. I always try to tell you some interesting facts that I find. Um, now, again, this is national, but they Zillow, and this is by Zillow, Zillow predicted that these are the cities, because everyone's always asking you what's the best place to buy, what's mm-hmm. the hottest. These are the cities that are going to be the hottest housing markets of 2019. Okay? Now, one of them, the first one is... San Jose, California, and that took top spot on Zillow's annual survey of the hottest housing market for the second year in a row as tech jobs continued to drive. To drive. But I have a um, question about that. Do you know the way to San Jose? No, I don't. I really well, don't. Song, I know the song. I like yeah, that song. A, Does, should okay. we sing it for everybody? Well, and then? I would sing it, if, and I would start a career in singing if I could. It would be a um, short career. But anyhow, the median home prices were about a uh, million two, so it's not cheap. Mm-hmm. Uh, the median rent was maybe thirty five hundred dollars. Mm-hmm, the cheap. unemployment rate is only two point five. Wow. And the income growth was six point eight. And that's kind of how they derive this, okay? That's very good. 
The second one was, well, they, they were tied for number two. Number two was Orlando, Florida, Denver, Atlanta, and Minneapolis. They rounded out the top five hardest, mar hottest markets with Zillow predicts will emerge as front runners in 2019. San Jose, in particular, already commands upwards of $125 million for a median home. Mm -hmm. Okay, so those are the next ones. And Zillow predicts which cities will have the highest housing demand based on, and they base it on how they predict home values, rent changes, income and population changes, unemployment rates. They take that all into consideration. And jobs. And some unexpected cities that, you know, caught people by surprise that they didn't predict that to rise the way they did uh, over the, that rose over this past year um, are Orlando, isn't that Atlanta, Jacksonville, Florida, uh, Jacksonville, Florida hadn't cracked the top ten last year, so some they finally have something in it that cracked the top ten. So that's what mm -hmm. they think. Is it absolutely true? And do you have to move there and locate there and find a job there and all that stuff? Yes, but just in case you're interested. And the U.S. added this year, I'm glad to say, eight thousand real estate real estate jobs. Okay. And the real estate jobs, in, in, now I'm not talking about real estate agents only, but in leasing and renting, um, our, wage growth, our wage growth was up 3.2% year over year, and this has been the strongest gains in 2009. So, you know, you're hearing a lot of things, and I, I'm sure there's some people that did a lot better, some people that did worse, but in anything, the arrows for our economy are looking good, and Surprisingly, they didn't raise the interest rates. The interest rates are lower than they were about a month ago. So if you're looking for a home, it's a great time to buy. And I think it's kind of a buy. I don't know, on the verge of a buyer's market, but not really. It's kind of, you know, what, what would you say it is? Maybe. Well, I think, I think buyers are, are gaining a, a lot of strength in the market. Um, and, uh, you know, m what I hear is that, you know, they have a lot more negotiating ability. I certainly see it on new construction where the sponsors are giving more than they had before. Yeah. Now, you know, the Chrysler building, which was put up for sale just as Amazon was nearing a retail lease of 10,000 square feet of space at a famed property, and the, uh, the Chrysler building is the city's most, one of, is still one of the city's most recognizable buildings. It is famous for its triangle-shaped vaulted windows. Um, but it finds itself competing for tenants with more modern office spaces. Yeah. And I tell you, if you're a buyer today, and if you're a seller, you have to look at what people like today. I think it's hard to compete with new. Yeah, and also, you know, these old buildings like Chrysler and 40 Wall and, and even Empire State to some extent, they were not built to accommodate the infrastructure needed with today's, with, you know, the high-tech cabling and all of that. And it's very hard to retrofit them. And so that's why a lot of them converted, frankly, to residential, like 40 Wall did. That's they just true. can't compete on a commercial basis because commercial tenants, A, they don't need as much space as they used to, and B, they want new so that they can have it all, you know, modify the way they work today, you know, with high-tech uh, internet connections. And, and that's something when you're going into business, um, you, know, you have to kind of look at. I see a lot of people who have taken maybe too much space, space that people needed 10, 15 years ago to get people to work in, 
but right. the younger generations don't seem to need that. That's why all that lease space and shared space and all that stuff is so popular mm -hmm. today. And by the way, just for a point of a, a, a fact that's an interesting fact, the Chrysler building was named for and owned by Chrysler Chief Walter Chrysler, not the company. So it wasn't. Well, I thought it was. I thought it was named after the building. Um, now this is an interesting uh, fact, Jerry. So we talked about this before, but New York Empire of Illegal Air, you know, Airbnb rentals booked uh -huh. seventy-five thousand guests. Okay, so over the years, tenants of red brick residence in Kipps Bay, neighborhood of Manhattan, have begun noticing growing number of people with suitcases coming in and out. And many of the residents often saw they heard sounds of luggage and this and that. So on Monday, the suspicions appeared to be confirmed by a $21 million lawsuit filed in the city wow. against, listen to this, a group of real estate brokers, they weren't mine, uh, who were accused of using Airbnb to illegally rent out apartments in the Kipps Bay building at 34 other buildings and 30 mm. in Manhattan, including an entire building in East Harlem. According to the suite, the suit, excuse me, the largest of its kind ever brought by a city, a real estate complex used a complex web of 18 corporate entities and fake identities on Airbnb to convert 130 apartments. This is not good. So wow. what's the story with the Airbnbs? I mean, like, because I know even in the building I'm in, I had um, one of my name, one of the people who live in the building who does not live in the United States, I mean, they live here sometimes, mm -hmm. but they're here. I have a lot of Europeans. And um, they rented to Airbnb, and they were making a ton of money. And then, of course, the building tried to stop them. Yeah. And they couldn't. Really? Well, most buildings have now prohibitions against short-term uh, leases. You know, most of them restrict it many a year, at least six months. The city also, you know, restricts uh, anything less than 30 days without a hotel license. It's virtually impossible to do it legally now. You know, the Airbnb has got a lot of money. They've been fighting it. Um, you know, the, the, you'll notice on the commercials, it appears that the owner of the apartment is allowing people to come and stay with them, and they're there. But, of course, that's just a fiction that they're so, creating to okay, make it seem but like But, Jerry, that. just for our listeners, if you're thinking of renting, your apartment. Think again. <laughs> the Airbnb. fines are significant. Think again, right? Don't you have to be there now or something like that? Yeah, I mean, that would be the only possible uh, exception, but even that has holes in it. But, you know, if, if you own a co-op, forget it. They'll, they'll revoke the lease you know, if you try to do that. So I think Airbnb. before you do that, don't ask your friends who might think, oh, I know somebody yeah. who did it. They made a whole lot of money. That was the old days. Yeah, anymore. call Jerry and make sure that you know before you do it. You could get yourself into a lot of trouble. Mm-hmm. Okay. Oh, Jerry, I know we have a break, but what about the bike lanes? Now that the full L train shuts down and is on the verge of being replaced, there's so many bike lanes. People want to get rid of well, the bike lanes. Yeah, you can't even uh, drive in the city anymore because the bikes are the bike lanes and, and they're very aggressive. So are you for a closing down some of the bike lanes at least and having we'll, a little more We'll parking? do that after the break. We'll after leave it as a break. cliffhanger. Okay. 866-970-962. <laughs> What do you think about all the bike lanes in the city?
It's I on Real Estate. Got a question? Call 866-970-9622. Here's Douglas Elements CEO, Dottie Herman. We're back. You're listening to I on Real Estate. I'm here with my co-host, Jerry Feeney, and myself, Dottie Herman. Um, I have a couple of questions, so if you hold on the line for a second. Um, I want to be able, I think I'll take the question first, but what I do want to talk about, I have a a story here about uh, a couple in Miami who decided not to sell their home. And um, I want to tell everybody, or at least Sherry, when you, like if you make, if you sign, if somebody, if you put your house on the market in New York and someone offers you a full price, let's say you put it on the market for a million dollars and let's say that's your price and somebody offers you a million dollars and their financing is good, can you decide not to sell it? Yeah, before you sign a contract, you can change. You can just say so the the rumor that once somebody offers you the price that you've, but if you put it through a broker and the broker gets you the full price, you could possibly owe a commission. Yes, that's a different issue because that relies on the contract between you and the broker. It depends on the terms of when they're due a commission. But as between you know the courts, the courts view as between a seller and a buyer that when you list your property. It's simply an invitation to bid. It's not an offer itself. Uh, moreover, real estate is a special category where it can only be enforced with a written contract, whereas other things like cars and personal property you can sell with an oral contract. But real estate has to be written and signed by both parties. Right. So therefore, and I'm going to tell you a kind of story what happened to a Miami couple, but I want to take a question first. So therefore, when you're, when you're doing a deal, whether you're the buyer or seller, know that until it is signed and in full contract, signed by both parties, anything could happen. That's right. A okay? lot of Because so, I would get a lot of complaints. There's not so many bidding wars now. Well, like somebody got the property and they agreed to sell it to me. Yeah. And so it's one of the biggest complaints, really, we, yeah. we get in New York City real So estate. know that if you really want this property... If you're a buyer, you need to get an attorney that's going to act quickly and get that into contract quickly. And if you're a buyer, you need the same thing. You don't want to take your time. And if there's any, like, engineers reports of things, you give them a certain time to do it within, like right away. Okay, and I'm going to tell you a story about a Miami couple. Let's see what you think because the the, the thing's out. Let me take a quick question from Kim first. Kim? Hi, Kim. Kim from Hi, Dottie. How are you? Hi, Dottie. Good to hear from you, Kim. Hi, great. I love your show, Kim. Um, Dottie, it's uh, so informative. Thank you. Um, I have a question. I have an older home. It needs a lot of renovation. Um, I don't want to invest in everything that needs to be redone, and I'd like to list it as is. Uh, what is your opinion about the pros and cons, and what is required to list it? Okay, well, let me just start, start with as is. When you say you have a lot, it's an older house, so you're talking about what do you need, like a new roof? You know, give me some major things that uh, you need. Okay, so no, it has a good roof. It's a solid brick home uh, okay, in so a great the, location. Okay, so it's a great location. It's brick, so it doesn't need maintenance on the outside. It's brick is brick. It's got a good roof. Correct. Okay, so go. What, what, yeah. are you, what are you talking about that needs rent updating? Uh, okay, electrical, heating. Um, and just the general needs uh, needs new windows. The it was built in the 1930s, so the insulation is very poor. 
Um, Other than that, it just needs, like, uh, basically aesthetics inside. Okay, here's what I would tell you to do. Okay, and then I'll tell you how you should list it. But, you know, your your, your basic... uh, you know, the really big expenses are more like the roof, the oil burner. I don't know what kind of heat you have. Okay, as far as windows, I wouldn't go through the expense of, of, of putting new windows in and all that. But what I would do, because people, a lot of people are very visual. So if you can just have the windows all washed and if the house could use a paint job, I mean, that's not really an expensive thing to do. And probably over the years, you've accumulated a lot of stuff. Just get rid of it so you keep the house as... So the house is crisp. It's clean. Maybe um, even the hardwood floors mm-hmm. are not always terribly expensive if you need to, you know, Right. Do you have rugs? Or do you have, do you, what's under the rugs? It's, uh, it's, it's, they are wood floors, and it's been carpeted, or, you know, continuously, so the floor, the wood underneath is in good shape, but it obviously would need to be refinished. I understand. Well, sometimes it doesn't because sometimes when you take up the carpet, it looks beautiful. Yeah. So I would take. Right. Up, I would probably take up the carpet if the floor is in good Look, condition. People like hardwood. You will going to get a lot less money if you don't. I mean, you don't have to invest a lot of money and a lot of time. I mean, I wouldn't. You know, like I said, you don't do windows, but I might take a look at the floors and rip off those carpetings and just have the floors redone. I would make sure the house is crisp, like clean. And when I say clean, if you have a lot of stuff you've collected or extra furniture, like the house could show better, it could be thousands and thousands and thousands of dollars more in your pocket. And that's without mm-hmm. going into major expenses. And what I would do as far as listing it, of course call Douglas Elliman as one of the brokers, but call two or three brokers, ask them to come in, ask them their recommendations, ask them what you think, what they think, not the highest price, tell them to give you like an average of what you think that you're going to get. Um, you want to ask them what their marketing plan would be. And you want to feel comfortable with this person. Ask them how many homes they've sold in your area. Uh, but I have to tell you, with a little work, and if you, you want to get a hold of me, just, you know, you can get me. Uh, you can mm-hmm. send me your email. I'll tell you what to do that won't cost you a whole lot of money and it's not a lot of effort. And, if, and, and I'm going to tell you, even if the house needs other work, it still will get you more money than if you just leave it the way it is. Right. Now, if you don't care about the yeah. money, okay, that's a different story than you just put it up. And, but most people are visual. So if the house is, if the walls are clean, like they're just all like off-white or something, and everything is clean as a whistle, and you get out any stuff that you've accumulated over the years, um, and it shows bigger that way, and have, I'd have all the windows washed. I really think that that can cause people... Your house is a perfect house for someone to buy who wants to make money and flip it. Yeah. So I would do a little... Oh, yeah. So, so it depends. If you want to make the money, you don't have to spend a lot of money. Um, and, and, mm-hmm. and rugs, I don't know how old your rugs are, but usually the hardwood floors underneath are not hard to, they, they usually have no wear or tear because there's been rugs on them. So it might not cost right. you a lot of money. Just And people seem to like hardwood floors and old rugs. That's what I would do. Mm-hmm. And if you need any advice, okay. just email me or the, guy, uh, the, uh, the, the man who's taking the calls will give you my, my information. You can just call me and I'll tell you over the phone. Okay. All right? 
Thank you so much. I will definitely email you. Do that, um, Kim. And, uh, and, and get in touch. Thank Don't you so much, Don't want you to lose Scotty. any money. Have a good day and stay warm. I have yes, Tom. thank you so much. Tom from the Bronx. Hi, Tom. Yes, how are you, Dottie? I'm good, actually. I, 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 li- I like to say this, that somebody called the radio talk program, another one, and said that because of the fiasco in Washington, D.C., with the close down, they, their family had a job that, in other words, is, is, uh, is not functioning now. No money. And... And they got they they talked to their their mortgage holder, and the mortgage holder said that if they don't have the money in 30 days, they'll foreclose on their house, which they've been paying religiously for years, the mortgage. So it, um, it why can't the banks or whoever has this mortgage hold off until the time that the jobs come back? For one, for another, it seems to me that uh, that what the Congress can do is pass laws of this variety that their fiasco has nothing to do with these people's ability to pay. In other words, they'll pay when they get the money, and they why don't they pass a temporary law? They, they can't pass to a, make a sure law that it's held off. <laughs> Yeah, but they, they, can't they, agree they, on they, they can't agree on anything, and so they're not going to be able to pass the law in time. I really think, and I, I can't tell you uh, for certain, but I really think that, first of all, these people are going to get paid. It's not, it's just when. And I do believe if they call most banks, it's not that the person is can't afford to pay the mortgage. They just don't have the money now. Um, I... I would, you know, if you speak to a clerk or someone who's not important, you know, who doesn't have the authority, I just think that I, I, I could be wrong, but I just think that I, most banks will work with you. And, yeah, it, and, and, and you have to get to somebody who's, you know, like a lower level person can't make that decision. So they just might tell you information that's not correct. Even, I think maybe. the banks will work with you. I really do. Even if they begin a foreclosure proceeding, I mean, you know, by the time it gets to a judge, if we're still in shutdown, you know, you just say to the judge, look, you know, I work for the government and I'm not getting paid right now. They'll give them a little bit of time. I mean, I would be more concerned about the eff- impact on their credit rating for missing a mortgage. Yeah. That's what I'm really worried about. <clears throat> it's really their credit. Because first of all, if this person's in New York, it takes years to foreclose in New York. Yeah. I mean, you could be in foreclosure. I know people have been closure for foreclosure for 10 years or seven years, and they still didn't take their house. So the house is not going anywhere, okay? Um, first of all, I would talk to someone at a higher level in the bank. Not because I think they're going to take the house away from them, because even all that foreclosure means is that you miss three payments, and you have to miss three payments to go into foreclosure. Three. Okay, so. Daddy. So I think that Hello? that's you know, and I don't think they've been out long enough to miss three payments. Okay, so that's so you they don't put you into foreclosure until you miss three payments, and then if you miss three payments and your home is in foreclosure. Oh, it's light years before they'll take it from you. It's not like California where it's overnight. Some states it's different. But in, in this area, like, it takes a long time. And as Jerry said, I would be more concerned about the credit. They're not going to get his house. Well, and, Daddy. Yes. I'd just like to say this. I'd like to ask Mr. Feeney 
Is he uh, a relative of the of uh, the famous Joe Freeney from the Lawrence Welk show? Yeah, I haven't gotten Lawrence. this question. I haven't gotten this question. The the Irish tenor on Lawrence Welk. I haven't gotten this question since I was a kid. But you know, for those of you younger people out there, Lawrence Welk was uh, a band leader, one of the most popular shows in America. We were all as kids forced to sit in front of the television with our grandparents and watch it. But uh, the tenor's name was Joe Feeney. I'm sure we're cousins somewhere down the road from Ireland. But my father was Joe Feeney. My brother's Joe Feeney, but not the famous Joe Feeney. Oh. Thank you. <laughs> okay. And well, tell your friend. Yeah, Solder, too right? bad, because otherwise he'd send you his autograph. But, Tom, tell your friend, more important is his credit. They're not going to get his house. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Thanks for calling. Right, Have a great weekend. Okay. Thanks. Thanks for listening. Stay warm. No problem. Okay. So I don't know if I'm going to have time. We only have four minutes to go through this Miami couple, but uh, I'll do that another day. I do want to tell you that for those of you who are moving to Palm Beach, a lot of you ask questions about Florida. Uh, there's a tax increase, a tax increase um, in Palm Beach, and you're, you're more likely to pay in property taxes starting next year. And if you have a second home in Palm Beach, um, it might affect you. I will really go into that. You know, Palm Beach residents are eligible for reduction because of the homestead exemption. So that means if you are full-time in Palm Beach, you know, if you live there or you're there like over six months. But on second homes, you need to check that with somebody, all right? Um, I'm not a tax expert, but I just thought I'd alert you. We're going to have Brad Inman on in a little bit, Okay. And as I told you, he's a winning journalist, and you're not going to want to miss him. He has the answers to everything in the real estate. I have a couple of real estate questions. Um, Dottie, I know that co-op condo boards have a right to meet your dog uh, and make sure it isn't vicious. But I'm a small rental building. I'm in a small rental building. Does the landlord have the right to meet my dog? Jerry? Um. I mean, it depends on the lease that you signed. You know, if the lease permits pets without any restrictions, then no, they don't. But uh, if you're talking about before you are accepted, before they sign the lease, you know, I think that's a reasonable request. Um, I'm not sure I'd want them to meet my dogs because they would probably have an accident on the floor when they got so excited to meet them. So, Well, this is... Um this is a small rental building, but if you didn't sign the lease yet, uh, you might not get the... I mean, I don't know mm. if you signed the lease or not, but if you didn't sign it and you don't let them meet the dog, he's a dog lover in Chelsea. Yeah. Uh, if your dog is nice, I wouldn't mind letting yeah. them meet him. And yeah. if you sign the lease already, that's one thing. If you didn't sign the lease, it could cost you the apartment. Right. You know, The so guy might be having visions that your dog is vicious. So... You know, I can't tell you exactly what I would do, but probably if my dog was good enough, I would I would probably, if I hadn't signed a leash yet, I would show it to him because I'd be afraid I wouldn't get the apartment. Um, we are going to be back right after the 11 o'clock news with Brad Inman, our award-winning journalist and internet entrepreneur. Knows everything about real estate. He's really kind of, I consider him a genius. Um, you won't want to miss that. So tune in, and we'll be right back after the news. That's 866-970-9622. I'm here with Jerry Feeney, my co-host, and I'm Dottie Herman. We'll be back after the 11 o'clock news. Eye on Real Estate with Dottie Herman is sponsored by Citizens Bank N.A. 
Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.